keep dreaming uh, even if you are called to be a daydreamer keep dreaming and keep imagining big things in your life and uh, i promise you if you keep going those things will come to pass in your life Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Nathaniel in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, Drew. Thank you so much for having me today here. I'm really excited to be on the show. It is our pleasure. I'm super excited to jump into this interview. I would love to hear from you, from your own words, more of who you are and what you do. So maybe we could start with that. Yeah, absolutely. So I am here today because I have an incredible life story and it's the reason because I do what I do today as a victorious mindset mentor and global inspirational speaker. So I'm going to do it really quick because it's been a a long life so far, (laughs) uh, but a good one, a hard one. (laughs) So so I'm starting with one year old when I was, you know, got that incredible chronic illness which affected my own kidneys. I had to start doing dialysis treatment every night at that time, three times a week, not at the moment. And uh, so during my lifetime, I have heard six times by now that I shouldn't be able to live, walk, talk, or amount to anything had depression that led almost to suicidal suicidal actions, um, hearing loss of 80% and pre-failed kidney transplant. And it, it has been crazy because um, there were so many things and lessons that I could learn. And I love to help people to use this story. I was always a believer to, you know, that all things will work out together for good, but we have to take it. We have to, to turn it around and we have that opportunity and I love what I do today to help people to really um, develop a victorious mindset and to unlimit their own lives uh, on the way where, while they are still here and uh, yeah that's what I do what I do today and the reason why I do it. So why did you decide to share your message with other people where did that come from because I'd imagine there there's people in your position that don't want to be in the limelight, if you will. They just want to kind of go off to the side and do their own thing. Yeah, I think it was back in 2016 when I made uh, the final step to do something completely different. Um, You know, I lived uh, 
I did an apprenticeship. I lived the ordinary life that uh, almost everyone does today, you know, working the full day and don't have any purpose. And then I realized at some point, well, I've gone through so much. Why not using that and to 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 get that across to other people, which maybe could help somebody at least that is struggling with whether a chronic illness or whether a, a difficult family situation or business situation. And I, in 2016, I really had the feeling to, I didn't know how to do it, but I knew it was time to step out and do something new. So I built a website, put my story in there, and then people somehow started to book me as a speaker. And that's the way it started. That's great. So when you began your business, did you have any ex- or experience in that? Or were you just kind of guessing and testing and trying to figure it out? No, I actually not. I, had, I was far away from that because I didn't grow up in a, you know, in a business environment in my family. So I, I was really starting at the bottom. And the funny thing was the first ever booking, official booking that I got was talking in a business in front of 65 um, people. And that was back in Australia, in Sydney, where, where I used to live for four and a half years. And it was crazy. I had no idea how to do it. Hmm. Uh, I somehow found a speaking coach during that time that that's how she helped me to, to prepare the message. And then, uh, yeah, end of the day, I realized it's all about you being authentic and being yourself. And uh, people don't so much care about what you, what you say, but they care more about how you make them feel. And that's really my goal to do that in every, in every part of speaking that I'm doing. So tell us more about the some of the health the health issues that you've dealt with, and I'm interested to know what that mindset is like when someone tells you one thing and you're like, "No, I don't want to hear that." <laughs> yeah, great question. Well, it, it happened so many times, and uh, so probably the the biggest uh, closest event was back in 2001 when I lost my own kidney. Like, no, sorry, when I lost my third kidney transplant again after 13 months. And uh, so the doctors told me that this will be, so I will have to go to the dialysis three times a week for the rest of my life. Yet at the same time, I was so dreaming about, I was 13 years old. And I was dreaming about, you know, traveling in the future and going into the world. And there was just, you know, at that time, there was no option to do dialysis outside of the country. And so I went home and I realized, okay, this is reality now. But how can I be creative when it comes to the future? So an interesting thing happened. I created the power of imagination when I started to pull out some Australian pictures from any magazine that I had and put them on the bedroom wall. And so the interesting thing was that I looked at it every day from that day on. And um, as some of you might know, the power of imagination is like 
crazy because if you start to see it and believe it, it all of a sudden, not not in a fast way, but at some point it just comes into your life. And this is exactly what happened uh, about 10 or 11 years later when I when a two friends of mine asked me if I want to join them. I had no, I still no idea how I'm going to do that. I to you know, first time overseas and first um first time overseas doing my treatments that are life life supporting. And uh, so I just said yes because I knew it was the moment. And so I I never forget the first time I stepped into that plane and told them behind me that told me that will never happen. Okay. Now you got it. Here I am in the plane. <laughs> I'm gonna there where I've dreamed to go. And uh, so it's it's almost like, you know, I love the, the power of imagination where you can see yourself somewhere and if you keep if you never give up, it truly will come to pass at some point. What what was it about Australia? Why did you want to go there? Um, for me, I, I just felt like a beautiful country at the time of 13, 13 years old. And uh, I just felt like I want to go there. Um, and yeah, and then when I was there, I felt like, you know, the whole if you come from Switzerland, it's from a small country, you go to a country which is basically a continent, there's so much, you know, different masses that you never imagined before. And that was possibly another uh, turning point in my life where I got the transformation of, of extending my horizon to look bigger, to see bigger, to realize bigger, um, no matter what the limitations look like at the moment. What did you do there? I traveled around for two months. Uh, that was in 2010. And then I come back for two and a half years. And then I went back again for four and a half years. I did a leadership college for three and a half, three years. And then used to live there for the rest of the one and a half years to enjoy life, building the, the business and starting to speak. So what was it like? What was treatment like for you when you were traveling? How how did you make that possible? Great question. For me, it was really exciting because, you know, when you, it, it was a brutal movement into out of my comfort zone because I was always treated here. I felt like oh, I have the best medical treatment in the whole world. And then I went into another country, you know, there are certain things that you feel like uh, they don't do it exactly the way um, they do it back home and you freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then you realize, well, it, there are so many good and better things actually there than what I took back in my home. And uh, I have to say, I've been to, since then, traveled to so many countries. And I was really, really surprised um, how great some treatment was uh, in different parts of the world, even in Asia, in uh, yeah, and especially in Asia, where we often have yeah 
probably a limited fear of, of what treatment can be like or medical health. But I was really surprised some some treatments were just fun to go there, you know. It was like, um, yeah, it felt like being treated in a five-star hotel. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the cool thing what you get to experience when you step out of the comfort zone. So is this something that you still are doing every three weeks? Yes. So I have to do that since back in 2001. Uh, strikes three times a week for four and a half hours. I have to go to the hospital, uh, clean my blood for four hours. And then, uh, yeah, until the next kidney transplant. Wow. So are you wait? Are you looking for, are you waiting or for another kidney transplant? Exactly. So since 2019, I'm back on the waiting list and, um, I decided to do that because there were so many medical development in the last 20 years. So I decided to, to get it a go again. Um, I can't lose anything anymore because either I stay my whole life on dialysis or I get another kidney transplant, which I hope 100% will work for the rest of my lifetime. Okay, so what you talked about hearing, tell us about your hearing. It, was it, were you born without hearing or was that hearing loss over time? No, that was uh, an event that happened. So I fell into a coma because of a brain, brain, uh, uh, what is it called? Brain bleeding. Uh, that was when I was three years old. So I fell in a coma. And after two weeks, the doctors, called my parents, hey, please come into the ICU. There's no, nothing else we can do for you, son. We have to stop and turn off the life-supporting machine. Until my parents come, the doctor did what they had to do. And But at the same time, I started to talk again all of a sudden, even though there was no uh, reason to do so. And then there was no... um brain damages up until I had a high blood pressure with four years old and then by the by a lot of medication by the side effects I lost part of my hearing did you say that was 80 percent of your hearing yeah about 80 85 percent yeah and then so what is tell us about those challenges what is that like dealing with what maybe what can you hear and what what is how does that work for you um it's been i think for me it's one of the biggest challenges in my life and it especially when it comes to mental health as well you know you get you automatically automatically get disconnected from the world um whether you want it or not and uh, because if there's no full hearing and it, I know the challenges on the other side of the people that I talk to. I, I know my challenges. And uh, so it's, it's really hard to, to describe that in words. Um, but it, it has not limited me in a way to do things. Uh, even, even it has helped me in some terms, you know, to help me to, to grow back a little bit from the masses and, study about myself and know about 
hey, where, where are my strengths, where are my passion, where are my values that I can develop in my room or in my back room, in, in my, in my uh, living room or whatever, um, where you might not have, you know, an response to that when you are fully healthy because you always automatically, automatically go with the masses, which is great. But I feel like fully um, a privilege in that to, you know, to, to have been able to step back a little bit from everything and learn more about myself. And so there, there's always a pro and con, contra. And there, it's still a hard thing to, you know, to, um, to live with. It's an everyday challenge. And, but yet I, I, I made best what I could do. I went to Australia. I couldn't speak English before. I I learned that language even though I couldn't hear that much. Um, I'm trying to best communicate with people. And so it, there's always a way to to make things happen if yeah, if if the will is there. That that's what I believe. I love that. I'll tell you a quick story. I went to Australia to play baseball actually and they have a different slang, like they have different words and different way they say things. And I mean, I was a quiet person to begin with, but I got there and I didn't understand that what they, what, I didn't understand them. And it was, it sounds funny because it's English, but I get to the, and, the, and it's the guy, a bunch of guys and they speak quickly and there's slang and there's different words. And for the first three weeks, I, like I, I didn't really have much conversation with too many people. And then after I got to know them, I was there, ended up being there for six, seven months. And, and about a, a month or a month and a half in, I was joking around and, and messing around with the guys. And they said, we thought you didn't like us because you didn't say anything. And I said, I couldn't <laughs> understand a word you guys were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. That happened. But yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it was probably the... For me, it was a good thing. If you understand Australian, you understand a lot of other English-speaking countries much better. So yeah, for sure. How did you learn? Did you take classes? How did you learn English? Um. Yeah. So I did uh, English school for two months before I started college, but it was more about grammar, grammar and vocabulary. I couldn't speak that much when I started college. And then uh, the first the first year was pretty hard. I was so glad they have PowerPoint slides <laughs> <laughs> to get at least some point of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, don't ask me how I did it. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't do it that way again. It was it was brutal hard, yeah. and uh, probably will first live there for for a few months until I really can speak fluently, and then do the college. Otherwise, it's like. Yeah, you miss out of a lot of things yeah, <laughs> because you have to get after after it all the time. How many languages do you speak? So um, English, German, Swiss German, and I'm learning currently Italian. That's awesome. So, you know, so I actually spent some time in in Germany as well, and I thought it was amazing. Like I grew up in Canada, and so. Everyone thinks in Canada you speak French and English, but that's more Eastern, at least how I grew up. And then you take a little bit in class, in school, and I was really bad at it in school. So I 
as soon as I had the option to not take it, I stopped taking it, which is obviously a mistake now because I wish I knew more languages. Anyways, I know one language. And I thought it was so interesting when I was in Germany, like most people knew two, three, four languages. And I, and I've, I just felt so almost isolated, you know, or deprived. I was like, these people have, know so many languages and I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go English, then you get pretty good in this world. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a... The, that's the good part of it. It's, yeah, it's true. I mean, English is spoken in most places, so you're, you're pretty yeah. good. But uh, yeah, I, um, but I feel like that's an advantage to those in in european cultures or or your countries are very close and it's easy to to well i don't know i wouldn't say it's easy but you have more of an opportunity to learn more languages in a shorter space or area yeah yeah well i think it's when it comes to language it's pretty easy today to yeah to learn it online or whatever so it's more like for me i'm really impression in cultural things as well and uh, with with the language it comes a lot of cultural things over it that you feel like more attracted to it and i like that uh, but each person is different and and uh, so yeah <laughs> so what when you go and speak on stage or when you go to share your message what is that main message that you want to portray to your audience Great question. For me, my my main goal is to to feel people, to let them feel empowered, inspired, to you know, live above the the to live the unlimited life and live above the the limitation they have, the circumstances they have, and especially to to develop that victorious mindset that we all have a choice to do on a daily basis. Um, it's not about where we come from, uh, who we are, or what we have or don't have. It's all about the mindset making a daily choice to to consistently keep in the track of where we want to go, what we want to have, and who we want to be, and uh, that that's my heart and passion to to really uplift people to to get beyond um, their everyday struggles and not keeping them away from who they can be, what they can have, and where they can go. And and so, what would you suggest or recommend for some of the people right now that are struggling? It's, it's a difficult world right now. I think it's. I feel like it's easy to lose your focus and you know, get, get caught up in negativity or the things that we don't have instead of having that mindset of abundance and gratefulness. Do you have have a message to share with anyone in that regard? Yeah, sure. Yeah. For me, it's absolutely three things, gratefulness, positivity, and of course, never giving up. And that's a decision I personally have to do every day to, to really see the the positive things to to get you know to lay aside the negative things that that always attacking us daily and uh, yeah looking around and looking up what 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 i'm grateful for what what's here 
what's there, what's, what's in me, what's, what's around me that, that I still have instead of not having anymore. And uh, I was blessed to learn that in the early stages of my life, when I lost my organs, when I lost almost my life, a few times when I heard a few, few sentences about I will never amount to anything or whatever. And uh, so, but I want to encourage you, you, nobody has to, to, to steep, go the, so much deep that you have to realize at the bottom of your life. It's something we all can learn and at any given level that we are at the moment in life. And it, it changes the course of, of our life. It, it, it navigates us to the right direction with, with, on the boat that we are. It navigates us to the right direction we want to go in our lives. So what is the next step for you? What, do you have anything planned in the near future? Do you have another trip? What, what do you have going on? Uh, I wish Corona would be away, so uh, <laughs> my travel is long. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, no, right now I'm really this year focusing on my emotional health to build that up, to, to clean up some past stuff um, in regarding to my chronic illness that still thinks that I'm not really okay with, and uh, so I do this this year. And the longer term is, of course, constantly building my business, my reaching people around the globe, traveling the world, um, and building as well a non-profit organization that one day will build hospitals in slums to give access to people, uh, emotional health, physical and spiritual health in, in slums where people have no no chance to get anything of that. Because I realized that the reason I'm still here today um, is of great medical care. And uh, I didn't choose that. I, I am blessed to have had that and still have that. But no, not everyone has the choice to do that. And I believe those who have things uh, have kind of a responsibility to give to them that don't have it. So that's something that I believe and uh, I'm, I'm really excited for the future. Um, even though it's not going the way it should be right now for everybody, but uh, we will be back on track one day and uh, it will make us even more stronger during this time. That's right. All right, Nathaniel, is there anything else that we, is there anything else you wanted to cover before we wrap things up? I just want to say, every, no matter where you are, um, what you do or have done, just never ever give up. And every day, get up again. Uh, keep dreaming. Uh, even if you are called to be a daydreamer, keep dreaming. And keep imagining big things in your life. And uh, I promise you, if you keep going, those things will come to pass in your life. Fantastic. Now, is there any um, a website or if someone wants more information or details about yourself that we could direct them to? Yeah, absolutely. You can go on nathanieltudbrek.com where you can check out more about my life story. There's also my business website included and you get 
some audit services and on the business website that you will find which is called unlimited you you will find all the services um and as well if you would like on both websites there are there's the free ebook four steps to unlimited your life which you can download for free it's a little workbook that will help you making some of the first steps to towards the unlimited life fantastic that was wonderful thank you so much nathaniel we appreciate your time and everything that you're doing to inspire this world and make it a better place you're welcome i'm so glad to have been here thank you so much Lee. you're welcome all right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.